Shalom to all. Today's daf is Saiti Daf Yud We are starting the top line with the word Azuva. And today's daf is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Miram, Sarabas, Rabyakav, Maisha, her Nishama should have an Olio, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabyakhmil, Mardachab, and Rabchayim, his Nishama should have an Olio. Now we're in the middle of talking about Miriam and Kalev, Miriam being the sister of Maisha and Arnakain, and her husband Kalev. We acquired a Pusak from Divra Yamim that we're in the middle of Darshaning. So the Gemara continues Darshaning Pusak, Azuva, Zumiriam. That's referring to Miriam. Blomanikoshma Azuva, why is she called Azuva? Shakal Azumit Chilasa, because everyone abandoned her originally. When she was younger, she was very sickly, and no one wanted to marry her. And the Pusak had said that Kalev had given birth to Azuva. Asked the Gemara Hylid, he gave birth to her, he was married to her, didn't give birth to her. So I'm Rebbechan, and the answer is, anyone that marries a woman, the Pusak treats it as if he gave birth to her. As we just said, Miriam was very sick and no one wanted to marry her. Kalev married her, so it's as if he gave birth to her. We continue dashing the Pusak, which says, and the Pusak is calling Miriam Uriyos. Why is that so? Her face was like curtains that didn't have any color in them. She was very pale from her sickness. These were her sons. Says the Gemara, Don't say that these were her sons. Read it as are those that built her. And this is referring to her husband. And all these three names are really referring to her husband, Kalev. Yashar, he straightened himself. He didn't join in with the Meraglim. Shaivav, what's the meaning of that name? He was wayward against his Yetzer. And again, he didn't join the Meraglim. Va'ardain, what does that mean? He disciplined his Yetzer and he didn't join in with the Meraglim. Now, some explain this. I'll show you because he made her face look like a Vered, a rose. He put color back into her face. He nursed her back to health. We continue dashing another passage. Ashkar, the father of Takaya, had two wives, Chela Vinara. Says the Gemara, Ashkar is a Kalev. Ashkar is Kalev. Why is his name Ashkar? Because his face darkened due to all the fast that he was fasting so that he wouldn't join in Natsas Miraglim. Avi, what does it mean he's the father of? He became like her father because he took care of her in her sickness. Takaya, what's the understanding of that name? He fastened his heart to his father in Shemaim. As the Pasuk said, he had two wives. What does it mean he had two wives? He only had one wife. He was married to Miriam. So he answered, Nasa Miriam Kishtei Nashim, Miriam became like two different women, one before the sickness, one afterwards. Chela Venara, the Pasuk says, like Chela Venara Havai, she wasn't Chela and Nara at the same time. El Betchila Chela. At first she was Chela, like Lashon of Chayli of sickness. Ulbasaif Nara, and afterwards she became a Nara, like a young girl, after he took care of her and nursed her back to health. The Pasuk says, Bnei Chela, the sons of Chela, Tseres, Vitsaihar, Vesnan. So really this is all referring to Miriam again. Tseres, Shinas, Tsar, Lechavarisel. After she became healthy, she became so beautiful, she was like a tsara, a co-wife to all of her friends. In other words, she was, so to speak, the envy of all husbands. Her face was like the tsarayim, the afternoon. It had a glow to it. And Esnan, why is she called that? She called roya Anyone that saw her would bring an Esnan to his wife. Now, Esnan is a term used to describe what a person pays a zaino with. In other words, what we're saying is that a person, when he would see Miriam, he would take a gift and bring it to his wife in order to be tevea her for Tashmish. Now we go back to discussing the Shibud Mitzrayim. So Pazak says, Pari commanded all of his nation, saying, And Rabbi Yisrael Reb Chanino, Afal Ame Gazar, he was even Gazar on his nation. And the Gemara continues explaining from Rabbi Yisrael Reb Chanino, Shalosh Gazeres Gazar, Pari was Gazar, three different Gazeres. But the originally, the Pasuk says, In Ben Huva Mitan Oisai, if it's a son, if it's a boy, then you have to kill him. That he told him Yaldais. But then afterwards, Ulbasaif he said, Kal Ben Hayod Hayarayot Hashlichu, any son that's born has to be thrown into the river because the Yaldais weren't killing the boys, so all the Mitzrim had to go and find the boys and throw them into the river. Ulbasaif, and eventually, Afal Ame Gazar, he was even Gazar on his nation, as she explains that's because his stargazers had seen that that day the savior of Kalisra was going to be born. So in order to be extra sure, Paroi said that all males that were born that day, including Egyptian males, had to be thrown into the river. The Gemara continues dashing the Pasuk, a man went from base Levi, and the Pasuk continues, he married a Bas Levi. Where did he go? He went because of the Eitzah, because of the advice of his daughter. This man that we're talking about is Amram, and he was a God Lador. 
once he saw the pyre said that any son that's born has to be thrown to the river, Amr, he told himself, we're working for nothing. We're going to have children. They're just going to be thrown to the river. So Amr, he got up and he divorced his wife. So everyone followed him and they divorced their wives. Amr, his daughter told him, your is worse than only said the males have to be killed. And by you not being with your wife, so you're being geyser on both the males and the females. No children are going to be born. Pyre's only geyser in this world. In this world, they're going to be killed. But you're being geyser in this world and in the next world. If you don't bring children into this world, so they can't be zeichet al maba. When Pyre makes gzeira, it's a suffix whether or not it's going to be kept to. For sure, your gzeira is going to be kept to. Because the Pasuk says, you would say a decree, and it would be done. So Amr Ishtai, he got up and he remarried his wife. Everyone got up and they remarried their wives. The Pasuk says, and he took. As the Gemara should say that he remarried her. Vayikach is a lashon that he took her for the first time, as if he had just married her for the first time, but this is really a second time. So the Pasuk should have used the word Vayachzar. So Rabbi Huda Barzvina, he answers, he did a Maisilikuchin as if it was the first time. What did he do? Hashiva Bapiria, and he sat her in an Apiriyan, which is like a canopy chair. That's what we would call nowadays a Kala chair. But Arnu Miriam, Rakhil Funel, and Arnu, who's a little kid then, and Miriam danced in front of her. Amru, and the Malachim said, Now, as we had quoted before, the Pasuk told us, as Bas Levi, that he married a Bas Levi. Ask the Gemara, Is it really possible that we're calling Yechavid, who is his wife, who is 130 years old, we're calling her a Bas, which is Mashmash, she was very young? Now the Gemara proves that she was 130 years old. She was conceived along the way to Mitzrayim, and she was born in between the walls, just as Yaakov and his sons were entering Mitzrayim. The Pasuk says, That she was born to Levi Mitzrayim. She was born in Mitzrayim, but her conception wasn't in Mitzrayim. So we see that she was born just as Yaakov came to Mitzrayim, and that was 130 years prior. So how are we calling her Abbas, as if she's young? So says, Signs of youthfulness were born on her. Her skin became soft, her wrinkles went away, she had a youthfulness to her, and she once again was able to bear children. The Pasuk says, She became pregnant, she gave birth to a son. As we're going to see soon, she was already pregnant three months before that with Maish Rabbeinu. So Rabbeinu, he says, The Pasuk is telling us that we compare the birth of Maish Rabbeinu to the conception of Maish Rabbeinu. Just like when she conceived, it wasn't painful. So too, when she gave birth to him, it was without sire, without pain. We learn from here, the Nashim Tzidkanias, righteous women, they're not under the Xer of Chava, that they're going to have painful childbirth. The Pasuk tells us, She saw that he was good. Says the Gemara, Tanya Rabmeyer, Amir Rabmeyer says, Taiv Shmai, his name was Taiv. That's understanding. She saw that he was Taiv, because his name was Taiv. Rabbi Huda, Amir Rabbi Huda says, Tovya Shmai, his name was Tovya. Rabbi Nechemi, Amir, he says, Hagalinavios, he was fitting to be a Navi. Acherim, Amir, others say, Nalik Shumal, he was born Mahol. And that's what it means that he was Taiv, he already had a Mila when he was born. Vacham, Amir, Bishashanel, and Moshin, Ismail, Abayas, Kuleyar. When Mashabin was born, the entire house filled with light. Ksev Hachat says over here, so we have Lashon of Taiv, and it says, by Hashem saw that the Ur was Taiv, so we have Taiv by light, and Taiv by Mashabenu, it must be that when Mashabenu was born, the entire house was filled with light. The Pasuk contains, she hid him for three months. Now, why was she able to hide him for three months? That's because Mitzrim only started counting from the time that Amram remarried her. And as we said previously, she was pregnant with him three months prior to that. But then the Pasuk says, she wasn't able to hide him anymore. Ask the Gemara why wasn't she able to continue hiding him? Let her continue hiding him past three months. Why did she have to stop hiding him at three months? So Gemara says, Anytime the Mitzrayim heard that a child was born, they would bring a child to that house, 
the Jewish child that was being hidden would hear the Mitzri child crying and he would cry with him and then they'd be able to discover the whereabouts of his Jewish child. Now how do we know this? Because the Pasuk says, Grab foxes for us. Small foxes. Let's just continue reading the Pasuk. These little foxes were ruining the vineyards. And our vineyards had just begun to ripen when the fruit was still young. Now this Pasuk is referring to when a Baskal came out and told the Yamsuf to grab small foxes. The Hainu drowned the small children because they ruined the vineyard. Meaning Am Yisrael, when the fruit was young, the Pasuk said, referring to the Yiddish babies that were killed because of the Mitzri babies. The Pasuk says, what she do? She took a wicker basket. Why did she take a wicker basket? Why not a different type of basket? So Rabbi Blazari says, From here we learn that Sadiqim are more careful with their money than with their bodies. In other words, if Masha Rabbeinu was able to be protected in something that's less expensive and less valuable, so he should be put in that. And why are Sadiqim very careful with their money? That's because they don't steal. And everything that they have is theirs that was earned rightfully, so they're very careful with it. He says, why is it that she used gaima wicker? Wicker is something that's soft. They can withstand something soft and something hard. If the current was going to take him and smash him into a rock or into something hard, wicker would just bounce back. Something else might break. We continue explaining and she smeared it with clay and tar. Clay was on the inside and tar was on the outside. Why is that? So that tzadik, shouldn't have the bad smell of tar. The tar was only on the outside, not on the inside. The pause continues. She put the child inside and she placed the basket in the sof. What exactly is the sof? Yamsof. She placed him in the yamsof. tells us, She put him in a marsh. It says in the pasuk, Reads in willows will wither. So sof is a lotion of willows and willows grow in a marshy area. The pasuk says, Baspire went down to wash by the river. teaches us, She went down to the river to wash herself of the Zara of her father's house. In other words, she was going to be Magayar. In the pasuk says, when Hashem will have cleansed the filth of Benayisiyon, so washing doesn't necessarily mean just to rub some dirt off your skin. Washing herself means removing the Avodah from herself. And the Pesach tells us, and her maidservants were walking along. This walking of theirs means death. It says in the Pesach, said, Behold, I am to die. So they were being to die as well. And we're going to see how in a moment. The Pesach says, And she saw the Teva in the middle of the Sof. Now, once her maidservants saw that she wanted to save Maisha, Amrullah, they told her, Gvirtenu, our mistress, Min shall Oilam, the meaning of the world is, the Melech Basav Dam Gazer Gzeira, if a king of flesh and blood makes Gzeira, Im Kalalim Kula in Mekamen Isa, let's say the whole world doesn't listen to him, but one of them based in Mekamen Isa, at least his children and the people of his house keep to his Gzeira, Batavers Gzeira Savich, and you're being over on your father's Gzeira, and you're going to keep this child alive. So when they said that, but Gavriel Vachavta Makarka, Gavriel came and struck them to the ground and killed them. Now the Pesach tells us about Tishachas Amasavatikacha, she sent out Amasa and she took the basket. Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Nechemi argue about this. Chanam or one of them says, Yada, she stretched out her hand. One of them says that she sent her maidservant. Mandam or Yada, the one that says that she stretched out her hand to take the basket. That's because it says in the Pasuk, Amasa. Amasa is a lashon of arm. And Mandam or Shivchasa, the one that says that she sent out her Shivcha to get the basket. Midlaks of Yada, that's because it doesn't say that she stretched out her hand using the word Yad. Asking more of Mandam or Shivchasa, Amid Bagavriel Vachavta Makarka, the one that says that she sent out her maidservant to get the basket. We just said that Gavriel killed all of her maidservants. So the says, No, the Shire Lachada, that he left one of her maidservants. The Lav Urcha the Basmakal, make him Lachuda, because not proper for a princess to be alone. So it has to be at least one maidservant for her. Ulamanda Amr Yada, Lichtev Yada, Asigmar, according to the one that says that she stretched out her hand. Why doesn't the Pazik just say that she stretched out her hand? Why not use the word Yad? So Sigmar answers, Hakamash Mulan, the Shtarbe this teaches us that her arms stretched out all the way. And as we all know, that this is perhaps the more famous Pshat, and probably almost every single god in the world, when it's Parsha Shmais, they make a project with Bas Pari's arms stretching out. And how do we know this? Dom 
you find the same thing with the arm of Bas Pari that it extended. We find the same thing with the teeth of Rashaim. The says in the Pasuk, Shin Rashaim Shibarta, you broke the teeth of Rashaim. She says, don't read it as Shibarta, Ella Sheribavta, that you extended them. This is referring to an Oigmel Chabash on an uprooted mountain and was going to throw it on Am Yisrael in the midbar. And Hashem made a nace, had ants shoot through the mountain, it fell on his head, and when he was going to take it off of his head, his teeth extended, so the mountain got stuck on his neck. The Pasuk continues, and she opened it up and she saw him, the child. Ask the Gemara, it should simply say, she opened it and she saw him. Why this double ashen of Vatir Eyu es She saw him, the child. So Rabbi Yisrael Chanina, she also shechin imay. It means she saw the shechino with the child. Meaning nar It says that there was a nar crying. Says the Gemara, karla yelad v'karla nar. It calls him a yelad, a child, and then it calls him a nar, which is a lad. Tana the teaches us who yelad v'karla kenar. He was a yelad, but his voice was like a nar of a youth. Did Rabbi Yehuda's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion? Amalei Rabbi Nachman Rabbi Nachman told him, Imkain if that's so, asisu l'mash Rabbeinu balmum. You just turned my Rabbeinu into balmum. That he's a little kid and he has his deep voice. Ella, rather, Malamid teaches us that his mother made him a canopy of youth in this teva in the box, meaning she made him like a little chuppah. This was symbolic of the following Amr. She said, Perhaps I'm not going to be zeichet to his chuppah because who knows if he's going to live. The Pazak says, She had Rachmanus on him. But time when she said, This is a Jewish child. How did she know that? She saw that he had a brismila. Now, dashing the word in the Pazak, This teaches us that she had nevuah and she didn't even know it. What was she saying by saying the word this one was placed in the river, and no one else is going to be thrown into the river. This is what Rebbe said. What's in the Pasuk? Perhaps they're going to tell you, says the Navi. Why don't you go seek out the necromancers and the diviners, those who chirp and just say things. Over here in this Pasuk, the Navi is making fun of these self-proclaimed experts of what's going to be in the future. He describes them as chirping or vocalizing words without having any clue of what they're doing. As the continues, They're able to envision something, but they don't know what they're envisioning. They say things, but I don't know what they're saying. And what do they tell Parai? You should know that the one that's going to save Am Yisrael, he's going to be struck with water. So therefore, Amdu Vugazri, the God up and they made this Gzera, called Ben Hayilad, Hayayotashlichu, that any son that's born, he should be thrown into the river. Now, once Moshe Ben was placed in the river, Amru, they said, We don't see this simon anymore, and Batal Gzera Sayu, say they were in Batal Gzera, because it must be that Moshe Ben was thrown into the river, and they thought he died. Now, Vahim Ain and Yodin, they didn't know Sha'al Mema Riva Hulaika. Now, what does that mean that Moshe Ben was going to be struck through water? That was going to be the Mema when he hit the rock, that was going to be his punishment. These are the Meimariva, that's what the Pasuk tells us. Now saying Meimariva is mashma that we know about these waters beforehand. But when this Pasuk was said, we hadn't seen the Meimariva yet in the Torah. So that's what we explain. Those were the waters that the stargazers of Pari saw were going to be the downfall of Maish Rabbeinu, and they made a mistake and they thought it meant that he was going to be thrown into the river. But really, the water that was his downfall was something totally different. And behind him to cover Maish, that's what Moshe Rabbeinu said, and told Am Yisrael, all of you were saved because of me. The Gzeira was stopped when Moshe Rabbeinu was placed into the river, so it's like all of Am Yisrael was saved because of him. And Gmar continues, he tells us, that day the Moshe Rabbeinu was placed in the river was the 21st of Nisan, and that was the day of Kriyas Yamsof. The one that's going to say Shira on the Yamsof on this day, he should be struck 
Mark on this day and he should be killed. He says, That day was really the sixth of Sivan, which is Matan Taira. The one that's going to get the Torah on Harsina in this day, he should get struck in this day. Now the Gemara analyzes these two opinions. We understand according to Mandamar that he was placed in the river on the sixth of Sivan. So it makes sense that he was three months old then. We know that Moshe Benu died and was also born on the seventh of Adar. And from the seventh of Adar until the sixth of Sivan, so that's three months. That this took place on the 21st of Nisan, how would it be that he was three months old? From the 7th of Adar to the 21st of Nisan is not three months. So the Gemara answers, that year was a leap year, and he was born on the 7th of the first Adar. So we have the majority of the first Adar, the majority of the last month, Nisan, because we're holding on the 21st of Nisan, and the middle month, meaning the second Adar, is a full month, so we have the majority of three months over here. His sister, Miriam, said to Bas and call for you a woman that can nurse him from the Jewish women? Why would she suggest to bring her a Jewish woman specifically? So the answer is, This teaches us that the daughter of Pari took Moshe Rabbeinu to all the Mitzri women that were nursing then, but he didn't nurse from them. Amar Hashem said, A mouth that's going to end up speaking to the Shechina, should nurse something Tame. He's going to be nursing milk that was made from all the tray food that the Mitzri women ate. As mi yaradea v'gaymer, continues, Literally, the Pasuk means, with whom shall one teach knowledge? But the Joshua is, to whom shall one teach knowledge? And to whom shall one explain a message? As the Pasuk continues, someone who is weaned from milk and to those removed from the breast. And that's referring to Moshe Rabbeinu who didn't have the Mitzri milk. So, Bas told her you should go and find a nursemaid. And the Pasuk tells us, the Alma went. This teaches us that Miriam went very quickly like an Alma, like a young girl. He explains the Pasuk as follows, She hid or covered over her words because she didn't tell the daughter of Parai that she was going to go call the child's mother. The Pasuk says, Bas Parai told the woman who was brought, take this child. And the word being used over here is, Now, She had Nevoah and she didn't even know that she was saying Nevoah. The word that she used was, What does that mean? Take this, which is yours. She didn't know it was the child's mother. Now, furthermore, she told her, and I'm going to pay you to nurse the child. And It's not only that Tzadikim get their lost object back, but they're also paid to have it. She got her child back and she was paid to nurse her child. The Pasuk says, We're calling her the sister of Aaron, but not the sister of Maisha. She was also the sister of Maisha. So that she had Nevuah when she was the sister of Aaron even before Moshe Ben was born. You'd give Alman Alpha on top. What was her Nevuah? She said, I see that Imisha Taylor Ben Shemeshi has Israel. My mother's going to end up having a child that's going to save Am Israel. Once Moshe Ben was born, the entire house was filled with light. Her father got up and kissed her on the head. Amrali told her, Your Nevuah came true. Once he was placed in the river, her father stood up and connected her on the head. Amrali told her, Where's your Nevuah? And that's in the Pasuk. It says, His sister stood from afar so she can know what's going to be with him. Meaning, what's going to be the end of her Nevuah? Is her Nevuah going to come true or not? We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow. Continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.